Good evening. This is coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm trying a new audio setup tonight, so please bear with me if it sounds different. My hope is it sounds better than the portable setup I usually use. Tonight I'd like to talk about goals, fulfillment, and doing what's important. This is in response to my first episode request from a listener, so I hope this will help in some small way. One way I gauge whether or not something I'm doing is the quote-unquote right thing is by asking myself if it's making me happy. If it's not, I try to analyze what will make me happy or explore new things to see whether or not I like them and whether or not these new things might bring me fulfillment and happiness. And there's a difference between something bringing you happiness and something giving you fulfillment. Happiness can come out of pure enjoyment and you can get fulfillment from happiness, but pure fulfillment comes from a different place. I kind of gauge fulfillment by thinking to what degree the fulfillment is serving a higher purpose. To what degree is this serving your true will or your true self? Is this more of a mental feeling or is it coming from a deeper place within you? Can you feel it in your heart or in your gut? Do you have an intuitive feeling this is what you should be doing? If you do, run with it and see where it takes you. You can always change the path you're on. That's always an option. Some people have the notion once you start something, like a job or school or whatever it is, that once you start, now you're stuck in that thing. Not true. Now, if you're absolutely miserable with something you've just embarked upon or begun, my advice is stick it out for a bit longer, see if it improves, and even give it a chance and try to improve your outlook on it. And after a little while, if you're still miserable, do something else. There will always be uncomfortable newness when we embark on something new. There will sometimes be buyer's remorse. Before walking away from something, first give it a chance. Perhaps you have an intuitive feeling this isn't something you should be doing. That's possible too. Sometimes we don't listen to that part of us because our mind or our previous expectations or plans conflict with it so we ignore the gut feeling. Don't ignore the gut feeling. It's usually right. This goes with anything in life, really. Your intuition is there for a reason, so don't overlook it. Another thing to consider is responsibilities to others, and this relates to people who are raising little ones. This might go without saying, but you certainly have to make sure their needs are met before all else. If your kids are grown, then that immediate responsibility lifts, but you should still obviously be in their lives to help them should they need support physically, emotionally, financially, whatever situation arises. A good way to determine whether or not you're doing the right thing is by deep introspection. This may take some time and retuning yourself before you even get true feedback or true results. There's a lot of residual junk that gets attached to us over the years, both intentionally and unintentionally, especially with how much media we all consume these days. Just as one example, think of how many random images and messages are pushed into our subconscious on a daily level as we flip through our multiple social media feeds, emails, text messages, etc. Think of the buildup and influence that placed on our expectations over time. We already know the effects it's having on dopamine levels and especially on younger generations who are digital natives. The more likes we get, the more dopamine we get, and that becomes addictive quickly. Imagine all of the unknown and unseen effects we've yet to discover. Another good example would be how some people actually get depressed or feel like shit because they see other people's social media feeds and think, oh, they have such an awesome life, 
my life sucks, or I wish I had that, or I wish I could be doing that with my life. First of all, fuck that. Nine times out of ten, the apparent perfect life on social media is just made to look like that. For all you know, the person is absolutely miserable 24-7. They could be on multiple medications just to feel normal, battling with alcoholism or an eating disorder, have a marriage going down the drain, and spend every day trying to convince the rest of the world of their perfect, amazing life. It's likely far from it. Do not ever gauge your life based on other people's apparent lives or real lives or anything external for that matter. That's a bullshit metric. Always. The sad fact is, when we're so plugged in all the time, we can't help absorb these cultural notions of quote-unquote success and what's possible or not possible for someone in our tax bracket, our gender, or race, or career. We inevitably put ourselves into a box and likely find it difficult to imagine ourselves pursuing or attaining anything outside of that box. And that notion in itself is a massive barrier and a powerful force holding a lot of people back from their true potential. A lot of guys want to get the girl, but don't feel they have what it takes or don't have the confidence because they're comparing themselves to porn stars with 10-inch dicks or handsome young movie stars. They see handsome guys with beautiful girls and think, that could never be me. Likewise, a lot of girls aren't happy or confident because they're comparing themselves to models, movie stars, or other pretty or successful girls on social media and the net. They see a pretty or successful girl and think, I wish I could look like her, or I'll never have a job like that. Our expectations, rather than being skewed slightly with normal levels of self-doubt or criticism experienced by most people, are now drastically skewed to tremendous levels. This is having an exponentially toxic influence on our perceptions and expectations. Sad thing is, a lot of this is unavoidable. When you're scanning the net or social media or the tube, you can't really avoid it. There will always be some residual junk left over having some influence. So you kind of have to be selective and conscious of what you're exposing yourself to and why. If you find yourself just doing mindless scanning to kill time, Start doing something with more intention rather than passively intaking all this visual junk. If there are people you think you need to avoid or delete from your feed, do it, immediately, and then keep your distance. Instead of randomly scanning the net, download an interesting ebook, or hit up your local library and read something out of pure intention for a change. Actively expand your mind rather than passively filling it with random junk. I probably sound like a broken record, but this is another good reason to meditate or do box breathing. To just sit with yourself in silence. To re-enter. To retune, and recalibrate. To come back into a more natural state of being, away from all the junk our minds are constantly inundated with day in and day out. You may even come to new revelations or come up with new ideas after having taken a break from your busy life for a few moments every day. You also may just feel a little better, a little less stressed. A little refreshed. To reiterate, it's possible your desires aren't fully your own, or at the very least they may have been tainted or influenced in a way they normally wouldn't have been if we weren't bombarded with false notions of success and happiness all the time. So introspection and redefining or retuning ourselves is necessary. In addition to meditating, you can get outside of your normal modes of thinking and being by going somewhere new. 
Read about a new subject you've been thinking of looking into. Take up that new hobby or challenge you've been contemplating. Do things to break up your normal routine and normal patterns of thinking and being. Turn off your phone for an entire day, an entire week, or only use it when you need to communicate with someone. When we get outside our normal routines and comfort zones, new things usually reveal themselves to us. There's a far greater chance of new influence, new stimuli, new input, and in turn, usually new thoughts and motivations. I've mentioned these types of things before and will likely mention them again because of their effectiveness in bringing about change. Another good way to examine and introspect is just by old school brainstorming or outlining. Start making outlines or lists with categories and subcategories of things you think you might be interested in doing and then deeply think on each one for a few days or weeks. You can also likely find lists like this online searching by type or field or discipline. If you have an idea about a specific thing, do some research if you need to get a better idea or understanding of what it entails, or contact people who have experience with it and get their thoughts and opinions. You could probably contact just about anyone from any discipline and find videos on just about anything these days. If at all possible, try to embark upon some of these things and as you explore, see how it makes you feel and how you like it. Even if you only have time to do one thing from the list per day, per week, or part-time, that's better than nothing at all. Say you're thinking of taking care of animals. You could get a gig at a pet store or a dog kennel and see how you like it, or even hang out at the local zoo on the weekends and ask some of the workers questions and their opinions and perspectives about their job. Perhaps you have a special skill you excel at or something you're highly knowledgeable in and you're thinking of sharing it through teaching. You could take up part-time tutoring and see how you like doing that. Maybe you're thinking of taking classes but you're unsure exactly what you want to learn. Email a few dozen local university professors expressing your interest in their field and kindly ask if you could sit in on a class or two to get a better understanding on the subject they teach. As you're exploring these things, do you feel inspired and excited, and does it bring you happiness? Do you feel fulfilled and have a good gut feeling about it? Take note of this. After a time, you might find some of the things you initially wrote down don't really interest you and aren't to your liking as much as you originally thought. Or you might discover you don't want to do any of these things. This happens, just keep plowing forward. Continue brainstorming potentials and sifting through. Eventually you should make some breakthroughs and gain some headway that will at least put you on a trajectory or moving in the right direction. If you don't make progress, it's probably because you're a no good shit or a goddamn slacker. If you're still not sure and wondering what would be the best decision, some of the best general policies and questions you can ask yourself and adopt are the following. What do I enjoy doing that will help people at the same time? What do I enjoy doing that will make other people happy? What do I enjoy doing that will provide value for others? What can I do that will help other people that will bring me fulfillment? And by enjoy, I mean bringing you true happiness and deep fulfillment. That should not be overlooked. You don't want to only please others exclusively because while selflessness is noble, it can be unhealthy if you give too much of yourself without attending to your own needs and giving yourself satisfaction and purpose. This is what I've had to ask myself in recent years. For a long time, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I went to school, came home, and did it. And then I lost interest over the years. 
Goals change, interests change, outlooks change, and inevitably, what is important to you changes. For me, after a while, I realized working a 9-to-5 job that wasn't bringing me fulfillment couldn't last forever. I eventually became so disenchanted, it led to complete lack of inspiration, creativity, and motivation. And for a person who needs creative outlets to stay sane, this was a nightmare, and I ended up in depression. The difficult part was, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I repeatedly reviewed a list of 30 different ideas I'd written down and added to month by month, but nothing really seemed to jump out at me. Then I thought back to times in my life when people had complimented me or told me I was good at something, and I chewed on these for a while. Then I thought back to times when I was really inspired, fulfilled, or felt really good. After a while, it dawned on me people have always told me I give decent advice, offer up new perspectives and new ways to look at things, and often leave them feeling grounded or better in some way. Other people have said their problems don't seem as bad after talking to me and have thanked me when I'm done rambling on and on. So, I figured a bunch of different people telling me these things over and over can't be wrong. I also really like helping people get through difficult times or helping them see things from a new angle, from a better perspective, or in a different light if at all possible. I was still hesitant, but after discussing it with a few people, I was encouraged to just start doing it and see what happens. I stopped worrying and obsessing about all the hows and what whens and just jumped in head first. And here we are. You're listening to the Mooncast taking my shitty advice. So for me, it was a mesh between what I'm halfway decent at, what I enjoy doing that brings me fulfillment, and what will hopefully help people along their path in some way. My point here is, it may take some time, that's okay. You may be unsure, and that's okay too. It may be a long list, but keep sifting through. Trying things out to see how you like them is a good way to either highlight or cross things off the list. You can always change things up if you find you don't like something. Being happy and truly fulfilled is most important. If your happiness is affecting others in a positive way, that's a bonus. Above all, these are all just suggestions. There's no one right way to discover your idea of true goals, true happiness, or true fulfillment. But if you're headed in the right direction, you will likely recognize it. Just keep an eye out for goalposts along the way. And again, trust your instincts. Don't ignore them.